You can send all the web traffic in the world to your website, but if you don't get the words right, then no one will listen. Download my free guide on how to write web copy that converts at privatepracticeworkshop.com forward slash guide. That's privatepracticeworkshop.com forward slash guide. All right, let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode. I'm happy that you're here with me today. And um, this is take two um, that I've done today, um, which is not bad. So as they say, the second time is the charm. So I'm hoping this one is the take where we really nail it. Last time, I think last time I did a solo episode, I was having all of the problems in the world imaginable with the camera getting the visual component going for the podcast. Um, so that was all sorts of fun. And by fun, I mean headache and frustration and <laughs> fear of failure all wrapped into one. And uh, and also when, when stuff like that starts going on or going wrong, I also tend to get hot very easily, which is probably not that surprising. Um, so I get, I get annoyed and kind of anxious and then I start sweating and then I become uh, anxious about the fact that I'm sweating. So, um, that's a really great combination when you are creating videos for YouTube and then you got to do it all over again and then you got to change your shirt. I mean, it's, um, it's a vicious cycle and it's not to be taken lightly. So I'm trying to raise awareness around that, around, you know, people who get slightly sweaty. So that happens and, um, you know, I'm human, so it happens. Uh, I was just at the post office, and um, that's a very human place to be as well, or uh, sometimes not so human. But uh, I just think it's amazing how certain environments like that tend to stress people out. Maybe it's just me, but I'm in there, and I'm doing this whole this whole you know dance between. Uh, I'm the guy that shows up and my package is only like halfway wrapped. It's only like halfway done. So uh, I've got tape falling off. I'm like missing some tape. I have to ask someone else to borrow their tape. And um, and I'm also trying to not lose my place in line. So that's the fun little dance between, uh, you know, like trying to have one foot in front of the guy behind me and also one foot at the counter because I'm still trying to wrap this thing up. And... Uh, uh, I think people just love me. I, they love that guy at the post office. So maybe the, the why I get stressed out is because I'm rarely prepared for such a such an errand. It's one of my least favorite errands, so I try not to do it often. Um, but sometimes you have to do it, and today I had to do it. So um, that's that. So hopefully you've learned a lot in this podcast so far. <laughs> you've learned that I get sweaty and I go to the post office sometimes. Just sometimes, you know, not that often. It's really just every now and then. Um, so hopefully that's really helping you a lot in your practice building. Uh, I'm kidding. And I'm going to try to deliver more value than that today, I, I promise you. Um, but I am going to uh, be kind of loose and open-ended today because that's just the kind of day that I'm having. Um, this podcast has been... Uh, you know, a process of finding my voice and finding, um, finding what works. And I think there's a balance between, um, 
doing what you know, um, doing what you know works or what is catchy or what's going to get you more likes or subscribers or whatever versus being true to yourself and true to your voice. And so I'm constantly trying to strike that balance and find where that balance is. And I will say it's a hard, it's a hard thing to do. I find it very difficult. Um, I've gotten a lot of feedback on the show that people like the kind of laid back style. They like um, the kind of, you know, chilled out vibe, which um, I never use words like chilled out vibe. Um, I also never describe things as chill. That's like one of my pet peeves. Like, oh yeah, it's a really chill little restaurant or like a really chill little um, iPhone or something. Like, you know, people who use that word as, as an adjective to no end. Um, that always bothers me for some reason. I kind of cringe at that. So anyway, some people like the more kind of chilled out vibe, kind of laid back vibe, but also, um, there are, there's clearly value, uh, inter interlaced with that chilled out vibe. So some people like that. Some people like the interviews, some people really like the the short kind of content series that we do, like the without the hysteria, um, hysteria series that we did. And the challenge with podcasting, uh, with any type of content, is you know f- coming to the realization that you can't make everyone happy, and and but you want to keep some people happy, some portion of the people following along happy. So that's that's the balance that I'm constantly trying to strike with this this show. And the, the, the greater, the bigger philosophical question with, with this that comes along with this is, you know, do you make, so I'm a drummer, I'm a musician. I've been a musician all my life. And I was having this conversation with one of my best friends, uh, last night, a guy I used to play music with in San Francisco. His name is Alex Ortiz. I'm sure he's not listening because he's not uh, he's not a therapist. But he did make the music, the intro and outro music for this show. So if you like that, that's Alex Ortiz at ortizsound.com, I think, or alexortizsound.com. Um, one of my best friends and a great musician. So if you like those songs, that's because Alex exists and is a gift to us all. Um, but anyway, we were talking and it's kind of like, it, you know, do you make art for others um, or do you really just kind of make it for yourself and your own expression? And if people like it, if they dig it, then that's great. That's a benefit. But um, who do you make it for? And I think, uh, you know, I've always struggled with this a lot as a um, as a musician and certainly, yeah, obviously content is a little bit different, but, um, but not completely different. There's a woman directly outside of my window and she's, her dog is coming all the way up to pretty much the window of my house and taking a big old dump, it appears. And, um, she can pretty much see me through the window, which is a, a fun, uh, conundrum. And now another dog is barking at the dog who's, um, relieving himself. So, um, that's just kind of what I'm looking at here. Hopefully everyone has a good day because I know I am. Um, <laughs> you just never know what's going to happen, you know, uh, outside of my window. Maybe that's a metaphor for life. So again, the question being like, who, who do you, who are you making this for? Who are you making your art for? 
And, and yes, you're, you know, on one hand, my podcast is not my art. It's not my, it's not just for me. It's part of my business. It drives my business. Um, I, I make some money doing it. Um, but also, you know, if you're going to put your heart and time into something, then it has to feel good to you. Um, it can't just be entirely for others. So that's the balance that I'm constantly trying to find, right? Just like me being ridiculous and talking about this dog, you know, going number two outside of my window, you know, it's like, well, you choose to mention that and you got a really silly moment in your podcast and a lot of people might stop and pause and unsubscribe and send you some hate mail, which might happen, or you just gained some fans, you know, and people are maybe laughing in on their commute to work or something. And if you are good for you, because that probably also looks funny to the person in the car beside you who sees you laughing out loud just to, to, for no reason, or maybe walking down the street laughing for no reason, especially if you have AirPods in and people can't see your AirPods. They think you're just laughing because of the thoughts in your head, which there's nothing wrong with that. I do that from time to time as well. And I think everyone should. So, um, but yeah, you know, you're going to gain, you're going to gain fans and you're going to lose fans. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say that, that I don't have anxiety or concerns about losing fans or losing followers. Um, but the real pros and, and a lot of the people that I look up to and listen to will say that, um, it's kind of like, you know, if you get, when you get people who unsubscribe to your email list, it's not, it's not inherently a bad thing. Uh, we see it as a bad thing. It's like, oh no, people are turning away from me. Um, they don't want to hear from me. I'm going to lose all my email subscribers, whatever the narrative is. But in reality, it's like you just got closer to your ideal audience. You just got closer to your your tribe, um, which I still don't know how I feel about that word. But it's you know it's kind of true. Like your tribe or your your smaller pool of raving fans and people who will really follow you anywhere you go. So that in reality, that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to build, you know, and that's what I'm trying to focus on over time. And, um, it's, it's hard and it does come with some, uh, you know, some hard lessons and some drawbacks. Kelly Higdon and I uh, have talked a lot about, and I think it was in this past episode when we talked about, um, the fact that you can't please everyone and people are going to say mean things, especially when we, when we have the anonymity of the internet, um, people are going to say mean things and reach out and be kind of unhelpful and mean for no reason other than being mean or taking out their, you know, unresolved aggression on you or jealousy. I think jealousy is a big part of it, but, uh, that's going to happen. You know, that is definitely going to be a part of the game. And so you just have to know that the more you do this and the more you put your stuff out into the world, that the closer and closer you are getting to, um, uh, kind of col- collecting a group around you who are really your ideal people, who are your people and can laugh at your jokes with you and um, can hang in there when you're on long rambling, you know, twists and turns of, of something. But, um, but yeah, so with that being said, I do appreciate the folks who are here and who do listen every week. Um, that, that means a lot to me and you make the show possible um, and, you know, give me the motivation to keep doing it. Uh, cause it is, it is, it is challenging. I think podcasting is not a, a, a small undertaking to do it and to do it consistently, to do it every week, to have high quality audio in this case, to add the video component. I mean, there's a lot to it. 
Um, and luckily I have uh, a team of people who can help me with the parts that, um, that, that, that I can leave to other people. But, um, but yeah, it's not a, it's not a small undertaking, but luckily I do enjoy it quite a bit or I wouldn't be doing it anymore. Um, speaking of not doing things that I don't want to do anymore, um, I don't, I don't blog anymore. You know, and I started Private Practice Workshop as a blog, as a place to blog about the hard lessons I had learned building my first practice in San Francisco. And over time, I just realized that, um, number one, I'm not sure how much longer blogging will truly be relevant in the big picture of the internet and especially in the big picture of content um, overall. And every, I'm sure everyone's listening going, well, but I thought you said you need a blog for your website for SEO and this and that. Yes, it's true. Blogging is a great <laughs> a great way to boost your SEO. If you're doing it with a good strategy, um, you know why you're doing it. You're blogging around keywords, etc. But, you know, if part, if part of the reason for blogging is to get more people to your site and keep them there longer, then certainly you can achieve that with other, other mediums like podcasting or video or whatever it might be. And I I really think that everyone should, um, should create content based on their strengths. Um, I think, I think a lot of people, um, do not create content based on their strengths and they get themselves in, um, uh, quite a bit of trouble. So if you are looking for permission, then here's your permission to just focus on doing content that really plays to your strengths. Um, and make sure it's content that you can keep up with and actually do um, consistently. I think that that's another thing that really falls short for people is that they might do something for a couple weeks or a couple months, like blogging or podcasting or whatever it is, and, and then you stop. And it's kind of like, um, you know, excuse me, it's kind of like, was it, was it maybe better just to not do it at all if you can't really follow through on it? And I think in general, the answer is yes. In my, in my opinion, I think you should generally only take on a, a new kind of commitment to a new kind of content if you can really keep up with it. And listen, your cadence doesn't have to be every single week or twice a week or whatever. Um, it can be, I'm, I'm going to write a blog post of a thousand words once a month or a podcast once a month, whatever it is. But I think you do want to make sure you can commit to doing it successfully. I think otherwise people will come and they'll discover your content and go, oh, well, they, they haven't you know published in three months. What's going on with that? Um, and I think it it, it kind of demonstrates that maybe you're not serious about the content, you're not keeping up with it, and that they can't, your new fan can't rely on you to drop this goodness, you know, um, in, into their ears every single week or month or whatever. So I do think you want to be consistent and you want to think about, can I really commit to this new medium, whatever it might be. What else? Um, so some things that I've been kind of seeing uh, come up in the lives of um, of my clients. I've got one uh, a coaching client who, um, if she's listening, she'll know this is her. But part of what we have worked on is 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 unregrettably putting herself first as the business owner, and that's been 
that's something that does not come especially naturally to us as therapists. And so I think we have an extra layer to work through in that regard. But it's the ability to, you know, when faced with a decision to make, it's the ability to step back and go, does this really work for me? Is this what I want? Um, it does this, is this going to feel good to me? Is this in the direction of the kind of business I want to create? Or am I doing it because I feel obligated or guilty or, um, you know, uh, afraid to say no or afraid to make someone angry? So I, I do think in general, um, especially because we are so um, kind of cultured as therapists to put others before ourselves, we have to, in a way, put ourselves first in um, in building a business. And especially as you scale and incorporate people and team members, et cetera, into your business, you have to think, first of all, does this work for me? Second of all, does this work for the business? Kind of thinking as the thinking of the business as a third person. It's like, does this work for the business? Um, if as if the business were another person, is this is this in their best interest. Um, I think we do tend to take our business too personally, and I think we have to work on that. So, one example is you know when we spend a dollar, we feel like that dollar is coming directly out of our pocket. I think I mentioned this last last episode, so here I am potentially repeating myself. But I do think it, it you know it holds some water with therapists. I think we have a hard time letting go of responsibility. I think sometimes we have a hard time differentiating between ourselves and our business. And and I get it. Look, it's your baby. You've grown this thing from the ground up. You gave birth to it and you worry about it. You worry about it day and night. So you're going to take some things personally, but I think we have to create some layer of separation between us and our business. And listen, I'm I'm working on this. Um, this is not something that I'm perfect at whatsoever. This is not something that I get right every time. Um, it's just it's something that I'm working on. Something that over time I know that I've got to do better at. And when I get better at it, I can move more quickly through things. I can move more quickly through barriers and setbacks and mean things that people say. Um, so hopefully you'll you'll kind of take that with you today if nothing else, if nothing else but my, my rambling and a couple of lessons and suggestions thrown in there. Um, so hopefully you got, you know, you got something for yourself in there. And if nothing else, maybe just a little bit of, uh, uh, a little bit of space today to kind of wander off in your mind or just to kind of think or zone out. Because I think that's really important too. And I think sometimes we have our most creative moments in those moments where things are kind of loose and unstructured. So yeah, I clearly use this episode in part to think out loud today. And sometimes, sometimes that's going to happen. Um, what else? So yeah, one thing I wanted to tell you about is that if you do vibe with me <laughs> using language, I don't like, um, I'm, I'm accepting just a couple of therapists who are super motivated, who are serious about their business and serious about taking their business to the next level. I'm taking a couple new coaching clients on, um, I only work with two or three at a time. So, um, this is an opportunity if you've been listening for a while or following me for a while and you're serious about your business, you know that you could do more if you had a guide with you every step of the way, then this is the time to reach out privatepracticeworkshop.com forward slash coaching to apply to work with me. 
privatepracticeworkshop.com forward slash coaching. So um, my team and I will review your application. And if you look like a potentially a good candidate, um, then we'll get back to you and you and I would set up a quick phone call and we go from there. Um, I do think that finding a coach or a consultant is a lot like finding a therapist. I think a lot of it comes down to just, you know, are you, um, do you vibe with this person? Um, can you see yourself working with this person? I think a lot of it's personal preference and just, is it a good fit? Um, in addition to, does this coach have the technical prowess that I need just to take my business or my ideas to the next level? So if you think I'm that person for you, get in touch, privatepracticeworkshop.com forward slash coaching and fill out the application. Otherwise, that's it. We will see what the future holds. We will see what next episode holds for us. But for now, this is me signing off. I hope you have a great week. Keep doing great work in the world and take care of yourselves. I'll see you next time. Hope you enjoyed the episode. As always, do me a big favor and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening. Also, head on over to privatepracticeworkshop.com forward slash guide to download the free guide on how to write web copy that converts. Again, that's privatepracticeworkshop.com forward slash guide. All right, I hope you have a great week and I'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers.